So today we are very, very fortunate to have Her Grace uh, Van Malini Manjari Mataji from Iowa, USA. And uh, I have to share the words which I forgot to share in the groups. I'll just do that right away. Uh, today we are discussing, uh, uh, rather studying, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam with uh, the verse is 5.3.14. So, Hare Krishna Mataji, my Dhanat Pranam to you, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Uh, please take over, Mataji. Hare Krishna. I offer my humble obeisances to all the devotees on the call um, and who are all chanting so wonderfully. I seek blessings of all of you to study this verse, as Natalie mentioned. Before that, we go ahead and uh, <clears throat> do Manglachar and prayers, invoke uh, auspicious net and invoke the blessings of all the senior Acharyas who has given us this treasure by their explanations and blessings we can, we try to understand the verse om magnyanati mirandasya gnananjana salakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmai <coughs> tasmai sri gurave namaha sri chaitanya manobhishtam sapitam yena bhutale swayam rupah kadamahyam dadati svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapada Kamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunathanvitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakanvitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dhina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namo Stuti Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhano Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Pri Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Krupa Sindhu Bhyevacha Patitanam Pavani Bhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Privunityananda Sri Advaita Gadhadhara Shiva Sadi Gaura Bhaktavrunda Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hare Hari Hari Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Shaivanarottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nasta Prayeshu Abadjeshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavat Yuttamas Loke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki So we are reading uh, from Canto 5, Chapter 3, Verse 41. So Chapter 3 is uh, Rushabdev's appearance in the womb of Merudev, the wife of King Nabi. Nabi is king, uh, son of King Agnidara. 
கோவைஹதே அபரிஜாதோ அபரிஜாத்யா மாயாயான் மாயாயான வசித மாயாயானிஷய அபராஜிதாய by the unconquerable mayaya illusory energy anava anavasita padavya whose path cannot be ascertained anavrutamathi whose intelligence is not bewildered vishaya visha of material enjoyment which is like poison raya by the course anavrutha not covered prakriti whose nature anupasita without worshiping mahacharanaha the lotus feet of great devotees dear lord unless one worships the lotus feet of great devotees one will be conquered by the illusory energy and his intelligence will be bewildered indeed who has not carried away by the waves of material enjoyment which are like poison your illusory energy is unconquerable unconquerable no one can see the path of this material energy or tell how it is working maharaj nabi was inclined to performing great sacrifices for begetting a son the son might be as good as the supreme personality of godhead but such a material desire be it great or insignificant is brought about by the influence of maya a devotee does not at all desire anything for sense gratification devotion is therefore explained as devoid of material desires anya vilasita sunya everyone is subjected to the influence of maya and entangled in all kinds of material desire and maharaj nabi was no exception freedom from maya's influence is possible when one engages in the service of the great devotees mahascharana seva without worshiping the lotus feet of a great devotee one cannot be freed from maya's influence shila narottamadasa thakura therefore says chediya vaishnava seva nisthara payecha keva who has been freed from maya's clutches without serving the lotus feet of a vaishnava maya is aparajitha and her her influence is also aparajitha as confirmed in bhagavad gita daivihesha gunamai mama maya duratya this divine energy of mind consisting of the three modes of material nature is difficult to overcome <clears throat> only a devotee who can surpass maya's great influence it was no fault on maharaj nabi's part that he wanted a son 
wanted a son like the supreme personality of godhead who is the best of all sons by the association of the lord's devotee one no longer desires material opulence this is confirmed in chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 22.54 sadhu sanga sadhu sanga sarva shastre khaya lava matra sadhu sanga sarva siddhi haya and mahakrupa vinakona karme karme bhaktinaya krishna bhakti dure rahu samsara nahekshaya if one is serious about escaping maya's influence and returning home back to godhead one must associate with a sadhu devotee that is the verdict of all scriptures by the slight association of a devotee one can be freed from the clutches of maya without the mercy of pure devotee one cannot be freed one cannot get freedom by any means certainly a pure devotee's association is necessary in order to obtain the loving service of the lord one cannot be freed from maya's clutches without sadhu sangha the benediction of a great devotee in shrimad bhagavatam 7.5.3 prahlad maharaj says naisham matistvad urukraman krihim prashyatya anarthapagamo yad arthah mahiyasam padharajo bishekam nishkinchananam navrnita yavat one cannot become the lord's pure devotee without taking the dust of a great devotee on his head padharajo bishekam a pure devotee is nishkinchana he has no material desire to enjoy the material world one has to take shelter of such a pure devotee in order to attain his qualities the pure devotee is always free from the clutches of maya and her influence so this is a verse i think it is um you all know the context that maharaj nabi it is in the assembly in his assembly he is doing the sacrifices to please supreme personality of godhead so that um, he can get a son as good as supreme personality of godhead and uh, krishna appears in his assembly and the uh, and the priest or the sages who are doing the yagna start speaking and this verse is like um before in 13th verse they already um they have already mentioned like how uh, they they are not like uh, how they are ashamed that that's the exact word they used in the previous verse in the 12th verse like Uh, dear lord we may not be able to remember your name uh, dear lord here is the great king nabi whose ultimate goal in life is to have a son like you your lordship his position is like that of a person approaching a very rich man and begging for a little grain maharaj nabi is so desirous of having a son that he is worshiping your you for a son although you can offer him any any exalted position including elevation to the heavenly planets so they are doing the sacrifice for maharaj uh, nabi to get the son but they also know that uh, maharaj nabi is uh, lit, uh, in in the purport of that verse maybe you all might have already discussed 
Prabhupada starts saying that the priests were a little ashamed that King Nabi was performing a great sacrifice just to ask the Lord's benediction for a son wherein Maharaj Nabi can even ask Lord uh, for going back to his uh, his world where Krishna is capable Krishna can give uh, even bigger benediction than what Maharaj Nabi is asking uh, whatever Maharaj Nabi is asking is still a material desire because he is asking a son uh, but the best thing in that, that is that he is asking a son who is equal to uh, Supreme Personality of Godhead and we all know there is nobody equal to him as such like you know there is nobody equal to him there is he is the supreme there is nothing higher there's nothing higher than him there is no higher supreme truth than him so if somebody is praying to Krishna uh, the supreme personality of Godhead asking him to give a son like him Krishna himself has to expand and come as we all know he has done a lot of personal expansions and we jivas are separated expansions of Krishna but Krishna has expanded himself and he uh, fulfills the desires of the devotees when they ask him as a son so here dear Lord unless one worships the lotus feet of great devotee so the priests the sages who have performed the sacrifice uh, because they said earlier that uh, uh, you can give um, you, you are like that rich man who can give anything but Maharaj Nabi is approaching for you for um, a bag of rice so so they are like kind of they are in a position where they have to pray on behalf of Maharaj Nabi to fulfill his desire that's the whole purpose they are doing the sages are doing the whole sacrifice so they are trying to please Krishna that like even though you are capable of giving anything but since Maharaj uh, Nabi is desiring this son so their goal is to make Maharaj Nabi get the, that son uh, which is Supreme Personality of Godhead himself but they are kind of supporting the statements that they have said in the previous verse that why is Maharaj Nabi um, asking why is Maharaj Nabi asking for a son uh, which appears to be like a material desire so they say that unless one worships the lotus feet of great devotees one will be conquered by the illusory energy and his intelligence will be bewildered so in this word aparajito aparajithaya mayaya so aparajita means not conquered so uh, 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 is like winner or like you know nobody can um, conquer them or win in any kind of a battle so aparajitaha aparajithaya maya so maya is unconquerable it's not that maya is like uh, the, the moment we know what is Maya and we are able to distinguish saying in our words when we are speaking or when we tell to anybody, any devotees, we say that uh, we also like kind of support ourselves like this saying that when we involve ourselves in too much sense gratification or fulfilling our material desires, um, we kind of uh, 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 take a bank on this loophole saying that Oh, Maya is very difficult. Maya is unconquerable. Uh, so it is very difficult to conquer Maya. And I am not. I am no exception. I also come under the influence of Maya and try to fulfill. So how do we act when we come under the influence of Maya? Is that the modes? The modes act upon us, and as the modes are driving us, the mode of goodness or mode of passion or mode of ignorance, we act accordingly. 
and also the material desires. We try to fulfill the material desires. We, we are not able to just observe and ignore the incessant flow of material desires. We are fulfilling one after the other, one after the other, the material desires, thinking that after this desire, I will be satisfied and I won't be engaging myself anymore in any kind of this. Or sometimes we may be convincing ourselves, think, saying that, no, I am in a certain kind of a varna and certain kind of an ashrama, so this is my duty, this is my responsibility. So for all these things, Krishna has given an answer and as such there is no restriction for a human being to perform pure devotional service, but we won't be able to perform uh, uh, 100% sincerely pure devotional service because we get conquered by the unconquerable Maya. We get conquered by the unconquerable Maya, which is also a servant of Krishna. She is not somebody, an ordinary, an external entity, which is separated from Krishna. She is also his energy. So everything in this material world or in the spiritual world are energies of Krishna. Some act uh, as if they are uh, as if they are opposing us to go to Krishna, or but they are still servants of Krishna. So here uh, the sages are saying that aparajita aparajita maya, whose path so one will be conquered by the illusionary energy and his intelligence will be bewildered because once we get conquered by the illusionary energy, we uh, we will be a situa- we will situate ourselves mostly in false ego that I am this body and then we try to satisfy the desires, we try to to, uh, fulfill the desires related to this body and uh, and, uh, also the desires of the people related to our body. Indeed, who has not carried away by the ways of material enjoyment? So they are saying, no, it's just not Maharaj Navi who is getting carried away by the illusory energy, influence of your illusory energy. Indeed, who has not? Who on this material world have not uh, carried away by the influence of the material enjoyment and that material enjoyment which is like poison. It is not nectar, it is poison. Your illusory energy is unconquerable. So they are establishing a fact here that your illusory energy is unconquerable. So, So that what? We all should give up and then anyway there is no chance that we can conquer Maya so let us all engage ourselves, indulge ourselves in fulfilling our desires and going about and uh, satisfy, satisfying them and engaging them in sense classification. No, there is an easiest solution for this. No one can see the path of this material energy or tell how it is working. So these are all the features of Maya, but how can we conquer that? Unless one worships the lotus feet of great devotees. So unless we worship Anupasita Mahacharanaha, who is worshipping the lotus feet of great devotees, for them, they easily cross over this material, um, the, the influence of material energy. So this is the sages are saying. So if you all uh, notice, you might have heard this verse many times, many times this, that lotus feet, dust of the lotus feet of the devotees. Not just the sages here in this sacrificial arena, uh, but many great devotees of the Lord confirms this. Like how Arjuna um, 
in uh, in their 10th chapter says param brahma parandhama so he says that you are the supreme uh, there is uh, nobody uh, supreme than you um, he uh, he says that and uh, he kind of uh, supports saying that it is not just uh, it is not just me who is saying that like you are supreme he says like param brahma parandhama pavitram paramam bhavam purusham shashvatam divyam so he says adidevam ajam vibhum so arjuna says like param brahma parandhama you are the supreme shelter you are the supreme abode pavitram purest you are the purest paramam bhavam you are supreme and purusham personality it is not that he is an impersonal light or uh, something he is a person purusham shashvatam original like you know you will be there always divyam transcendental not in not belonging to this material world just because you have arrived in this material world you doesn't belong to this material world oh my lord adi devam you are the original lord ajam vibhum he says like you are unborn and you are greatest so he says all these things and he says that ahustvam rushaya sarve it is just not me all the rushis all the sages these sages who are engaged in your devotional service are confirming this this is not me who is also a great devotee but he is engaged um, otherwise in performing his prescribed duties but sages are those whose who are full time devotees like how we say right now they don't do anything else for living they just uh, read the scriptures they meditate on the lord they engage themselves in one of the nine processes of devotional service so he says adi devam ajam vivam ahuswam rushaya sarve devarshit naradastada asito devalo vyasaha so he quotes all the great sages like narada asita devala vyasha and swayam chaiva pravishime i personally have seen you and all your appliances and you have explained to me and i am also saying so this is the authority this is the authorization to learn any science and the science of self realization or the devotional service this is the authorized way to read guru shastra sadhu so when sadhus are saying this then that means that is actually truth because that's what here arjuna is also saying and here sadhus are saying this like unless one worships the lotus feet of great devotees the unconquerable maya is difficult to conquer so not just these sages as i said prahlad maharaj kapil dev and the sages who are doing the sacrifices in naimisharanya they also say this they also say to suta goswami in the beginning when suta goswami start speaking um, they also mention this and they say this uh, saying saying to the suta goswami that how it is um, very very important to worship the lotus feet of the lord so they say that um, we have just began the performance of this fruitive activity a sacrificial fire without certainty of result due to many infections in our action our bodies have become black from the smoke but we are factually pleased by the nectar of the lotus feet of the personality of godhead govinda which you are distributing so they are saying like you know we, are, we all have assembled here 
to perform sacrifices so that we want to uh, for the good of the entire nation so we see this happening almost even nowadays also that people perform the sacrifices rituals austerities penances for the for the um, for the well-being or for the good of the whole society. So the sages here who have gathered are saying to Sutta Goswami, um, who are the one who have asked, requested Sutta Goswami to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam, then Sutta Goswami starts speaking. So they say here, 1.18.13, uh, uh, Canto 1, Chapter 18 and 13, the value of a moment's association with the devotee of the Lord cannot even be compared to the attainment of the heavenly planets or revelation from matter and what to speak of worldly benedictions in the form of material prosperity which are for those who are meant for death. So this is the statement the sages are saying here. All these are the things that we have to focus on. Tulyamana lavena pi the value of moments association with the devotee of the Lord cannot be compared to the attainment of heavenly planets or liberation for matter. So that powerful is when there are some similar points, it is possible to compare one thing to another. One cannot compare the association of a pure devotee to anything material. Prabhupada writes in that purport saying that the association of devotees is so powerful that you cannot compare it with anything material, then we all may be getting it out, Mataji. But the devotees are also influenced by Maya, but the devotees are also uh, like engaged in natural activities and all. But still, because the devotees have firm faith and conviction towards Krishna, association with them, they are also going in the same way as we are also going. So they will help us and they, are, they may be just ahead of us or they may be going hand in hand, hand in hand with us, so they are going to help us. So their association cannot be compared anything to material. We cannot bring our material uh, interactions or material friendships which are mostly made out of some purpose. There is an ulterior motive there, like either it is for my goodness, for my uh, good or your good. Mostly it is very difficult to see even pure selfless friendships in this material world. You associate with like-minded people because either you have some common cause, like you are from same country or you are from same um, uh, uh, same ideology or like your kids are uh, going to the same school or there is something common in you all. Uh, you, uh, you gather there and then you try to fulfill each other uh, requirements there. So and then, but all the uh, but that common cause is material. So that can get disturbed because uh, everybody is seeking their own uh, uh, their own benefit there, their own profit there. But when it comes to association of devotees, the common cause is something which is not material, something which is divine, something which is powerful, that is supreme, that can purify us, that can benefit us, that can transform us. So the common cause there is divine. So, association of devotees cannot be compared with the association that we do with the material people. So, Prabhupada writes there that one cannot compare the association of a pure devotee to anything material. Men who are addicted to material happiness aspire to reach the heavenly planets like the moon, Venus, Indra Loka and those who are advanced in material philosophical speculations aspire liberation of, from material bondage. But devotees 
they don't but the pure devotees of lord do not aspire after the happiness obtained in the heavenly kingdom nor do they aspire after liberation from material bondage in other words pure devotees of the lord the material pleasures obtainable in the heavenly planets are like phantasmagoria and because they are already liberated from material consumptions of pleasure and distress they are factually liberated even in the material world so they are already detached themselves from the material pleasures so even though they are living in this material world they are already liberated so here propa says that the association of the devotees cannot be compared with anybody and such association is always desirable it is worshipable it is praiseworthy and one may accept it as the highest goal of the life so propop concludes that verse 1.18.13 saying that association of devotees should be desirable always we always should desire the association of devotees and we have to worship that and it should be, it is to be praiseworthy and one may accept it as the highest goal of the life like this famous example many devotees give the kumbha mela example like so why we need association of devotees because the influence of maya is unconquerable and the uh, desires that we get or the necessities that that uh, the the attachments that we have with our loved ones or uh, with our body or with our positions in the material world um, they kind of divert us from our goal uh, in practicing devotional service so when we have association of when we pack ourselves in the association of devotees uh, it is like the kumbha mela example people give right like you know um, when you will go into the crowd it, even if we change our mind we cannot come back out, we cannot come out they will uh, push us inside only and then finally we will take the bath in the ganges and we will come back um, so the association of material the uh, devotees is like that like even if we are falling down uh, they give us a hand to lift ourselves up um, if we share if we share with uh, if we share and if we discuss um, with the devotees saying that i am having trouble in doing this i'm having can you help me so if our goal is to uh, achieve progress in spiritual life and if we ask questions if we discuss or if we know how they are doing and how did they get that conviction and firm faith because devotees are also classified based on their faith and conviction into three categories uttama madhyama and um, uh, kanishta so if we can uh, if we can ask them if we can associate with them and if we if we are at the level of a madhyama adhikari we can help the devotees the neophytes who have a faith but their faith is not fully uh, convinced they are not fully convinced their faith is little um, dwindling so if we are at that stage where our faith is convinced we are purely convinced um, uh, uh, that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead and we have to render service to him we can help those new devotees to uh, stronger their faith and if we can associate with uttama adhikaris who uh, whose faith is convinced and they also can quote from scriptures and they can uh, uh, explain to us why what they are believing is how it is written in the scriptures and we also can read the scriptures and go to the level of uttamadhikari prabhupada writes in chaitanya charitamrita uh, 
chapter 22, the process of devotional service in Madhyalila, that a Uttama Adhikari, even though he is associating with non-devotees for preaching, will never fall down. Because his faith is that strong. His conviction towards uh, devotional service is that strong. And he is constantly reading. And uh, uh, the more he is reading and the more he is preaching, his faith and conviction are just growing. Uh, but they are not just coming any down. Uh, so because they associate with the devotees who are new, uh, who doesn't have a faith, but they have a common cause that they want to help them in devotional service, they won't be falling down. So we should be associating with the devotees so that we can take advantage of their association and we also can conquer the material energy. So here, here uh, Prabhupada says, Maharaj Nabi was inclined to performing great sacrifices for begetting a son. The son might be as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but such a material desire, be it great or insignificant, is brought about by the influence of Maya. So all that material desires that we are getting are, the, uh, are by the influence of the Maya or our previous samskaras or previous impressions or based or mainly because of our conditioning that we are this body that we get those desires. A devotee does not at all desire anything for sense gratification. Devotion is therefore explained as devoid of material desires. Anyabilasita sunya. This word, this anyabilasita sunya is a very a uh, very powerful word and we should be remembering this always whenever we are hankering for anything material we should have a check this single word if we remember if we memorize that anyabilasita sunya if we are hankering for anything material and if we are practicing devotional service we can remind ourselves that is this desire needed for, uh, for is this desire for the pleasure of the Lord or for my pleasure and then immediately we will find our answer and we will try to control that. Everyone is subjected to the influence of Maya and entangled in all kinds of material desires. And Maharaj Nabi was no exception. So this is for all of us. Prabhupada is saying that every one of us are subjected. Freedom from Maya's influence is possible when one engages in the service of the great devotees. Without worshipping the lotus feet of a great devotee, one cannot be freed from Maya's influence. So this is this is very, very important here that we serving the other devotees and also we serving our Guru. Because our Guru, taking accepting a Guru, um, taking shelter of a Guru. I won't say the word accepting a Guru because we are not in that position where we accept. We take shelter of a Guru and serve him because he is a great devotee of Lord and we worship him because Guru is on par, on equal with um, uh, Supreme Personality of Godhead because his goal is to take us to him. So we, our surrenderance to Guru, the, uh, uh, the how much ever we have surrendered to our Guru um, and how we are taking his instructions uh, seriously, that helps us a lot in our progress in devotional service and also in understanding uh, the scriptural subjects and also in associating with devotees. Then what is the problem there, Mataji? Because a guru may be having so many disciples, but uh, not everybody progresses in the same way 
or uh, mm, uh, then uh, you said that uh, accept, uh, taking shelter of Guru is enough. No. Many are taking shelter of Guru, but they are not fully convinced or fully surrendered to their Guru. Because most of us uh, physically think that only the personal association of Guru is going to help. No, personal association of Guru is definitely going to help, but we, all of us may not be in a position to personally associate with Guru. But instructions of Guru helps a lot. So every one of us should have a habit of listening to our Guru. See, most of the times, even in the devotees, please forgive me uh, uh, for this, even in the devotees, uh, most of the times it happens that um, they don't have a habit of listening to their Guru regularly. Nowadays, the technology has made it so easy that all the Gurus are using, um, are using the technology and they are, they are available for their devotees. But very few devotees take that advantage and listen. Because we, we, keep, um, uh, we have so many other priorities or we get caught up with so many other things like maybe my uh, uh, the service that I'm doing in the Bhakti Vuksha, the service that I'm doing in the temple or the service um, that I'm doing with my relatives or friends or with my own family members, uh, the deity worship that I do in the house uh, or like, you know, um, maybe I like, uh, uh, I like to speak or I like to listen to this particular, but we miss the fact that we don't associate with our Guru whom we are worshipping every day in our altar by saying samsara davanala so we do the guru worship but so Prabhupada said once like you know um, even uh, I remember uh, my Guru Maharaj is Holiness Jepatak Swami Maharaj said like most of us uh, don't have time to do Mangalarati at a particular time and uh, so they do Gaurarati in their houses or anything even if we don't have time to do the Mangalarati we all should sit down and uh, do the um, uh, read the eight verses of Samsara Davanala and meditate and worship Guru first and at least listen or read um, uh, for 10 minutes or 5 minutes from the, uh, the instructions of Guru. So when we, const when we do that regularly, we, we, we need to uh, put uh, like on our birthdays or on Gaura Purnima day or our Guru's Vyasa, uh, Vyasa Puja days, like we have to take instructions from Guru and try to follow them slow, uh, slowly, slowly. Like we may not be following, we may not be at that level where we can follow every instruction. If we have that kind of a convention and we have that kind of a surrender, surrenderance to Guru, that is really, really good. If we are surrendered to Guru, like if Guru says that you do this, I will do it irrespective of my qualification, my uh, intelligence or anything I'm going to do because I have belief in my Guru, then that is good. But most of us are not like that. We are influenced by Maya. So we start judging even the Guru's instructions or uh, like, you know, we, we bring our material interpretation into our Guru's lecture saying that, oh, maybe he should have told like this, he should have not told like this, or it is not really very pleasing to my ears the way he speaks or the way he says. So we bring our material conception also into that. But if we can get convinced, if we can be surrender to our Guru's instructions and worshipping our Guru sincerely, sincerely, not just like mechanically like a picture and then just do that. We need to have that conviction, that love, that surrenders to our Guru because he is a great devotee of the Lord. Matcharana Seva starts with Guru first. Matcharana Seva, those of us who have Guru, 
starts with guru and then goes to the other devotees so we we have to worship the guru start our day that's why guru is at that position where most of you all know that you all uh, some of you have come from an indian uh, indian background where uh, you know that they worship lord ganesha to remove the obstacles uh, in whatever you are perfecting so guru is at that position he removes the obstacles on our path to reach krishna so he he empowers us so if we if we surrender to guru as no second and then try to follow his instructions listen to him worship him then not to get under the influence of maya becomes possible for us in the day so our worship guru worship starts without worshiping the lotus feet of a great devotee one cannot be freed from maya's influence this is what prabhupada is writing here so shila narottama das takura therefore says tadiya vaishnava seva nistara paye chakeva who has been freed from maya's clutches without serving the lotus feet of a vaishnava so if any one of us was thinking that i have proposed books i don't need a guru because i don't like to surrender to somebody a human because this is something i heard many times from many people here all the acharyas are saying all the sages who has seen the absolute truth who knows the absolute truth who know the way to reach the absolute truth are saying that nobody has reached the lotus feet of vaishnava uh, uh, without serving the lotus feet of vaishnava nobody could free from them free themselves from the clutches of the maya because unless we get ourselves out of maya we cannot reach supreme personality of godhead either we surrender ourselves to maya see we have to surrender to one either we surrender ourselves to maya or we surrender to krishna so we have to make that choice if we don't serve the lotus feet of lord a lotus feet of a vaishnava devotees or a guru um, then we will be surrendering ourselves to maya and fulfilling all the desires the maya is propping in our heart every now and then so here why is this maya so powerful why the influence of maya is so powerful krishna confirms in bhagavad gita 7.49 daivihe esha gunamai mama maya duratiya krishna himself is saying that this energy of mine maya is very difficult to overcome don't think that you can be you can overcome this easily it is very difficult to overcome so i will give you the recipe to overcome this that is serving the lotus feet of the devotees only a devotee can surpass maya's great influence it was no fault on maharaj nabi's part that he wanted a son so he saying here professor say no fault because he he wanted a son like supreme personality of godhead who is the best of all the sons so even his material desire because he has attached it with krishna it became faultless so that is what we have to do and this particular verse from madhya leela if you all uh, want to whenever you will feel like i'm i'm uh, i'm getting behind in my devotional service um, i'm not i'm not enjoying my chanting i'm not enjoying my services go and read this particular chapter chetana chetamrita madhya leela uh, chapter 22 in there are so many wonderful verses in this chapter um if i if i start reading all those verses we may run out of the time so i don't want to read um all the verses but all of us if we all trace back our devotional life it starts from a devotee who has introduced us to this it could be either our parents or it could be um some friend or some 
family member or somewhere in a temple where we go we have seen somebody approached us or somebody is performing a devotional service and we do that without that mercy of that one devotee we would not have come into this process and uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita 22nd chapter uh, uh, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is preaching to Sanatana Goswami so there are four chapters where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu preaches to Sanatana Goswami. Before that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu preaches to Rupa Goswami. And then after that, there are four chapters uh, which uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu preaches to Sanatana Goswami. They are just nectar. How many ever times you read, you feel like reading more and more than again. In that, one of the verses, 45th verse, Prabhupada's, um, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, By good fortune, one become eligible to cross the ocean of nation and when one's term of material existence decreases one may get an opportunity to associate with pure devotee so the indication the signal the association of pure devotee is giving to us is that our term of material existence will decrease that means we are closer we are on our path we are on our way to come go out of this material world and exist at a go to spiritual world so, by such association, one's attraction to Krishna gets awakened. Our attraction, the dormant love that we have for Krishna inside our heart gets awakened by this devotee, by the association of devotee. And we could, we got that because of the bhagya or the good fortune. So in this, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that there are, so, the pious activities that we all have done. We might have done some fruitive activities, some pious activities. So PIX activities that we have done has and has given us an opportunity to meet a devotee. So here uh, Prabhupada writes, like Prabhupada writes, uh, quotes Bhaktivinoda Thakur and writes, PIX activities can be divided into three categories. PIX activities that awaken one's dormant Krishna consciousness are called Bhakti Unmukhi Sukriti. PIX activities that bestow material appliances are called Bhogan Mukhi, Bhogan Mukhi Sukriti and pious activities that enable the living entity to merge into the existence of Supreme are called Mokshan Mukhi Sukriti. So the pious activities that we do, the fruitive activities that we have done before, before knowing the devotional service, the pure devotional service of the Lord, all of us, because we are in a conditioned state who has faith in God, we will be doing certain kinds of pious activities, worshipping in the temple, doing certain kind of a puja on an auspicious day, or donating uh, charity for a temple, or go sheva, or some or the other, we might have done, and we have, might have incurred that pious activity. And this pious activity, uh, pious activities get divided into three. Bhaktun Mukhi Sukriti, Bhogan Mukhi Sukriti, Mokshan Mukhi Sukriti. So the, these last two awards of pious activities are not actually fortunate. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Bhogan Mukhi Sukriti and Mokshan Mukhi Sukriti are not fortunate. See, if somebody is reaping the results of the pious activities uh, of these two, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is saying, they are not fortunate. So here, anybody who is enjoying the material appliances because of their because of the punya karma they have done or anybody who is getting an impersonal liberation they are not fortunate what is then the fortunate if our pious activity leads us to the association of the devotee bhaktin mukhi sukriti 
if our pious activity helps us gets us get us associate with a devotee and awakens the dormant love for krishna all of us have that internally in us it is not something coming from outside uh, that now suddenly we started because sometimes some devotees come and say us why you suddenly started krishna consciousness why there is a change in you no it is the, it does not come suddenly from somewhere externally it is inside us it just got awakened because i got associated with this devotee so the good fortune of a bhaktunimukhi is attainable only when one comes in contact with a devotee by associating with a devotee willingly or unwillingly one advances in devotional service and thus once dormant krishna consciousness is awakened so there will be so many scenarios where we don't like to associate um we don't want to go into the association maybe because like you know we are not uh, they are all practicing so nicely i am not able to practice or because they are very strict with me uh, they are asking me to do this they are asking me to follow this and all willingly or unwillingly because this association is going to benefit me is going to keep my krishna consciousness awakened all the time is going to help me if i if i associate with devotee one advances in devotional service so when a pass when a person wandering throughout the universe become eligible for liberation from material existence he gets an opportunity to associate with devotees so you all have to understand that how fortunate are we all and how we are close to our so goal to uh, to uh, any hill uh, to get liberated from this material existence that we got into the association of the devotee when he associates with devotee his attraction for you is awakened so this is also from shrimad bhagavatam 10.51.53 so krishna who is situated in our heart as a chaitya guru as a spiritual master within for those who doesn't have a spiritual master also for those who are far away in some village or some place krishna situated in their heart as a chaitya guru when he is kind to some some fortunate soul when krishna becomes kind to us he personally gives him lessons so he can progress in devotional service instructing the person as super soul within and the spiritual master without so krishna is the one who is helping us to reach this association of a devotee and krishna is the one who is helping us to reach to a spiritual master from inside so the fact that we are meeting a spiritual uh, a devotee itself is that krishna started interfering in our life krishna started guiding our life so treasure that moments and keep associating with devotees by the association of lord's devotee one no longer desires material affluences this is also from 22nd chapter of madhya leela sadhu sanga sadhu sanga sarva sarva shastre khaye this is the 54th verse of um 22nd chapter the verdict of all revealed scriptures is that even by even a moment's association with a pure devotee one can attain all success according to astronomical calculations a lava is 1/11th of a second even a second of our association with a devotee can help us the value of moment's association with a devotee of lord cannot be compared even to the attainment of heavenly planets so this is the verse again that we have read uh, from the first chapter 
So again, Prabhupada also quotes uh, the verse which Prahlad Maharaj has said. Because when Hiranyakashipu questions Prahlad Maharaj, from where are you getting this? Are your teachers teaching you? Or uh, like what is happening here? I sent you to a school where you are supposed to learn about the material subjects and you are coming back and you are speaking all these things to me. If one is serious about escaping Maya's influence and returning home back to Godhead, one must associate with the sadhu. So if we, are, if, we are not, if we are finding excuses not to associate with devotees, that means we are not serious about our goal to go back to Krishna and we are under the influence of Maya. Just remember that, that we are under the influence of Maya when we are not able to perform the things. So immediately, like how we take a medicine, when we are sick, we get the symptoms of a disease. Like, oh, if I have a migraine, if I know it starts slightly, I know that I'm going to get into a severe stage of a migraine. So do we wait until the migraine intensifies and makes us uh, disabled? Or we start taking medicine once the symptom starts appearing to us. Any disease, we are so cautious of our health. The moment we see a symptom, we go to a doctor, we start taking a medicine. So if we are not able to associate with devotees, if we are not regularly associating with devotees, either, virtual, either virtually or personally, then we should understand that we are getting into the influence of Maya and we are, getting, we are going to get diseased. We are going to uh, get conquered by Maya. So immediately what we should do, we should open. If we, do, we, if we are alone uh, somewhere where there is no physical appearances there, no gadgets are there to associate, take book. Keep a book always with you, Bhagavad Gita or any small book or anything. Immediately open that and start reading. We get association of Prabhupada. We get association of the previous Acharyas. We get association of Krishna. So there should not be any excuse for us that we cannot associate with anyone else. So the medicine for us to get out of the Maya or the material desires that are troubling us is to associate with devotees. By the slight association of a devotee, one can be freed from the clutches of Maya. Without the mercy of a pure devotee, one cannot get freedom by any means. So this is the verse he says, Naisam matistavad. Ukruman Grim Sprishyat Anarthapagamo Yad Artaha. So Prahlad Maharaj says, one cannot become the Lord's pure devotee without taking the dust of a great devotee. He says, Pada Rajabhishekam. You do Abhishekam to yourself from the dust of the lotus feet of the devotees. That is the reason when we go to temples, uh, if you see, the, uh, the starting of the temples in India temples, there will be a big beam and everybody touches that temple and puts that on their head. Why they do that? Because there are so many sadhus, there are so many pure devotees of the Lord who came to that temple and their dust on my head can purify me. Like dust of Brindavana can purify us. So that is the reason that we do that. One has to take shelter of such pure devotee in order to attain his qualities. The pure devotee is always free from the clutches of Maya. So there are so many examples like that. Even uh, in the coming chapters of fifth canto, where uh, uh, Bharat Maharaj, like Rushabadev Bharat Maharaj, preaches to King Rahuguna, he also emphasizes there the association of devotees. I will not take more time. I'll conclude here because I have exceeded five minutes more. I noticed that... Um, I kind of exceed uh, sometimes the time and cause trouble to the devotees. So I'll conclude here. Uh, 
um, uh, this beautiful verse, we can speak for hours and hours um, of this beautiful verse on the which emphasizes the association of devotees, which can help us to overcome the unconquerable Maya. Uh, so I pray that all of us get association of devotees and we progress in our spiritual life. And I'll conclude. Um, any devotees who want to uh, uh, add anything or correct uh, anything or comment, please um, go ahead. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madanath Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Thank you so much for the wonderful, very, very nice class, Mataji. Although we want you to continue, but yes, you know, the time is another thing which is never in our hand. So, but uh, I had one thought here, like, you know, in Bhagavad Gita we read that even if we have material desires, we should ask that from Krishna, right? So here, uh, the king Nabi, right? His name is Nabi. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, if he uh, is desiring for a son, uh, and that too is desiring like a, a, a son like uh, like Krishna. I mean, no one can be like Krishna, you know, because uh, Krishna is only one. Only he has to come. But mm. uh, like, is this is this anything wrong in it? Because we have been told that you know in the Bhagavad Gita that we can desire. But uh, yeah. yeah, you mentioned several points about sense gratification and other things, you know, any desire other than uh, a service to Krishna. So it becomes, uh, if you can explain these points, Mataji, a little bit. Yeah, actually, Prabhupada starts the purpose saying that even the, see, if, if it is not wrong, uh, the priest won't be feeling uh, like, uh, won't be saying the previous verse. Again, as because all of us are not at the same level. If we see the Anyabila Satsunya, pure devotees, even though we can approach Krishna for material desires, that is for those of us, like there are different, if somebody, um, like if, if, uh, if we go to a doctor and he says like, you know, you have to give up on sweets. Um, and then uh, uh, if, if I'm not at a stage where I can give up immediately the sweets, then they will say like, you know, regulate your sweets. Or um, uh, like you know, try to use uh, uh, supplement for sugar and eat. So just because they are saying that you can supplement, you can regulate, um, it's not that the goal of saying that is that ultimately you come to a stage where you will be giving up the sweet. The the main thing is you have to give up the sweet for you to be cured. But because you are not at that stage where you can give up immediately. So they are giving another alternatives like this is also okay, this is also okay. But your progress is little delayed. So similarly in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that even for me, there are four kinds of people who approach me um, and then uh, you can also approach. Bhagavatam says that. Sarva Kame, uh, uh, Bhagavatam. Actually Krishna says four kinds of people approach me. But Bhagavatam says that you can also go for all karmas, for all kinds of desires you can go to Krishna. Because Krishna is like that reservoir. What small rivers can do, Krishna can do that. So we don't need to go to any other Devi Devatas because Krishna is fulfilling all of our desires through them. It's not they are, like Krishna is empowering them and we indirectly Krishna is fulfilling our desires. So you can go directly to Krishna because in that way your association with Krishna increases, your love for Krishna increases and ultimately you will come to a stage where you just want Krishna not any of these material desires. 
So it, there is no wrong if we are in a position where we are not able to overcome. So because many verses, even Prabhupada says that in, if you are reading the uh, many verses, we should not be falsely renunciating. Like if we are not in a position where I can renunciate the material thing, we should not be falsely doing that. We should not be immaturely doing that. Because we still have those strong um, uh, strong impressions in our heart, so those strong uh, uh, desires of those sense gratifications inside us. So if we are immaturely doing that um, and we are uh, externally doing that, we will someday or the other, uh, it will come out like how you put a snake in a bag and tie it. Uh, if you open the bag, the snake will come out and uh, bite you. So we should not be doing like that. So if we are not at that stage, then we should still go to Krishna with our material desires. So we will, as we are going and we are worshipping Krishna, we are doing those things, those all will be considered Punya Karmas, but still because we are associating with Absolute Truth, those Punya Karmas one day lead us to the association of the pure devotees and we will grow to a stage where we will become Anyabilasa Sunyam. We won't be having any, any material desires. So here, even though King Nabi is asking a son who is equal on par with Krishna, Prabhupada says that that is still a material desire, but because he has asking Krishna himself, he gets purified ultimately. Because he is getting Supreme Personality of Godhead as son, he will get purified, he will get liberated. He will definitely get liberated and he will go back. And uh, so it is going to benefit him, but still it is a material desire. Because he can directly ask, uh, he can, Krishna is ready, Krishna is uh, capable to directly take him to uh, to the supreme uh, to the supreme abode, uh, so we can ask him directly that. But here he is little; his path is like you know indirect. So round about he is showing the nose, but still it is good. And some of these, like if you t if you see the Devaki, Vasudev, and Prashnigarbha and all, they all also requested uh, supreme personality of Godhead um, uh, as a son. So Krishna utilizes all those things again uh, to do his leela to preach to other living entities. So Krishna comes, expands himself, his personal, he comes as the son or uh, as an empowered incarnation, again to preach those, those souls uh, who are far behind uh, in this uh, ideology, far behind in this thought, uh, like where, uh, who are in two sense gratification. So that is what it is, Mataji. It, it's not that always we should be, oh, anyway, I can go to Krishna with material desires. So, I will be like that only, that doesn't going to help us, that is not going to cure us. Slowly, slowly, after going, uh, we will be overcoming that desire to ask. We won't be having that desire also. We will get that knowledge that this is material. Even if I get that, this is temporary. Scriptures are saying that I'm an eternal living being. I'm always uh, happy and uh, blissful. So why don't I seek that ultimate thing? So slowly, slowly, our pious karma, enables us and helps us to go to that stage. Um, did I uh, uh, touch your question, Mataji? Yes, Mataji, and this reminded me like uh, when Srila Prabhupada told his disciples that, you know, you can eat a lot of prasadam, you know. Yes. So they were eating a lot of prasadam and then later on, you know, uh, he said you should regulate your eating, sleeping, mating, defending. <laughs> mm -hmm. So as we come into bhakti, you know, we have to come to that point where we, 
just do not desire anything from Krishna, just do devotional service, have a very simple life and then mm-hmm. uh, and that point as uh, about you know listening to our Guru Maharaj is such an important point you mentioned Mataji and it mm-hmm. came from you, so I'm thinking it's coming, maybe Krishna wants is directing me because um, not some time back I had received the email actually from Guru Maharaj and he told me to you know, uh, follow his lectures on, uh, you know, Facebook, everywhere it's there, Chatana Chatana classes, mm-hmm. right? Maharaj is giving, mm-hmm. Guru Maharaj is giving. But the point is, sometimes I just kind of take a break and, you know, and uh, I should hear regularly, you know, our Guru Maharaj, and I've heard that we should hear Prabhupada and our Guru Maharaj, and then we yeah. can hear other classes also. Yeah, because there is so much now available for us on the internet. Uh, I feel I get also overwhelmed sometimes like I want to hear this, I want to hear this, I want to hear that, I want to read this and I have my own personal reading also. I have to read this, I have to read that. So I feel like I, I have less time. Like then we need to prioritize like you know hearing to Guru, Prabhupada and then any of the favorite lectures that we are or devotees that we have because uh, still we are not at that stage where because if we grow to a stage of a pure devotee stage where even if a kid is saying uh, with faulty words, we will be enjoying, we will be releasing that. Because, but still we are not at that stage. So we have certain kind of inclination to listening to certain uh, speakers uh, and we don't have inclination towards certain speakers. That is still understandable because we are still not at that stage. So, But we should be willingly or unwillingly listen to Prabhupada and listen to our Guru. If you go and ask any of the senior Vaishnavas, um, uh, like uh, any of the, like rather, um, uh, uh, I, uh, Radhesham Prabhu, Chetan Charan Prabhu, or any of these uh, Brahmacharis who are so strong, they have a habit of listening to Prabhupada and to their Guru systematically, religiously every day. So that is something that purifies us, that and enlightens us from inside. And whatever we are listening to the other speakers or reading, uh, uh, we get convinced to that and we get committed to that from this mercy. Uh, so that we have to remember. And I also make a point, I, if I don't have anything also, I first, I, uh, even when I am taking bath or doing dishes, I keep, uh, I, uh, I keep the lectures in my ear with a headphone and I make sure I listen to Prabhupada and I listen to uh, Guru Maharaj every day. Um, and I try to attend the online class also. It, sometimes it will be just, I will be in a meeting or anything, but I'll just uh, run it on another window and I will be at least seeing Guru Maharaj. Like, you know, I see him every day. I make a point as if like, I, I mentally think that I am personally seeing him, visiting him every day and I offer. If you see those calls, Mataji, you will see that unadulterated love for Guru on, in those devotees. They may not be highly qualified quoting the scriptures, referring and all those things, but their faith and their conviction in Guru is so strong that some days I get tears seeing them. They wait hours and hours on the call to just offer a flower or food to Guru. I feel that they are, they are greater devotees than so many than me I feel always and I just cry they may not be educated they may be living in small dorms and uh, still they are using uh, their energy money power everything their time they wait for uh, one hour in the call to just offer that flower to Guru Maharaj and I see that I actually learn from them that I can also virtually offer to the screen and I I learned like that so the association of those devotees is like so um, uh, so cleansing, like you know, it will cleanse all of your uh, 
uh, thing because over the period of time even uh, devotees uh, you get caught up like you know when everybody is praising you or uh, when you are doing so many things you will be thinking that oh I am this 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 devotee and when you go and meet uh, uh, when you go to those kind of association of devotees you will understand that how minute you are and what you are thinking is like uh, you are doing a lot is not really a lot see that un see that un um, unfiltered love for guru in those devotees uh, and then uh, you will be like coming to ground and you will be grounded and uh, <laughs> you will understand that so one day you just whenever you have time you attend those uh, all of you like whoever is your guru all the gurus are available right now online and they are taking that time that effort to connect to the devotees uh, take advantage of that thank you so much Mataji thank you for these words Hare Krishna does anyone have question comments for Mataji? They can please go ahead. I think uh, we can conclude Mataji as nobody has any questions or comments. And Mataji, we have to speak a little bit on Damodar Leela. <laughs> Can Actually, now it words? is Bhishma Panchaka, as you all know, yes, like yes. The, Panchika, the five yes. days of Bhishma Panchaka. The, so the remaining days of Damodar Leela, Damodar month, which is like a, which is like a bonus sale for all of us. Like, uh, so I noticed that most of us like, okay, anyway, I am I'm a regular practitioner, so I don't need to really do much I just have to go and preach outside and this is for new devotees um, but I personally uh, I feel um, this is just I have seen and personally I feel like um, there is always because we are not at that stage of a pure devotee especially me at the stage of a pure devotee um, because um, Damodar Leela uh, Krishna is like uh, available for us uh, get tied uh, by Mother Asoda's love and affection and uh, with our endeavor uh, we can achieve him so we we may not be like we are doing whatever we do regularly that means we are not putting any extra endeavor to reach Krishna we are thinking that whatever I am doing is uh, enough um, and then uh, uh, because in that uh, verse one of the verses Param Deva Moksham like he says um, like you know Varam Deva Moksham Na Moksha Vadimba Na Chainyam Vruneham Varesatapiha Idam Teva Purnada Gopala Bhalam Sadamai Manasya Avirascham Kimanya So I meditate like you know this particular month we can take advantage we can plan ahead and read more uh, and do the things that we did not do before in the devotional service as we know there are nine uh, ways some of us may be very much uh, inclined to listening some of us may be very much inclined to reading some of us may be very much inclined to uh, uh, deity worship some of us but there is something in us which we don't like to do or which we never uh, tried before so we can take that kind of an austerity in devotional service and do that to to kind of refresh us and purify us and to come out of the uh, regular way of doing it because 
when we challenge ourselves, that's when we purify ourselves. If we are going regularly, even in the corporate world, they keep saying, why do they keep changing your goals every six months? Uh, they can keep the same goal uh, 24 by 7 all the days when you are working, right? Like Because um, you can have just one goal that, oh, I will be delivering good thing, good thing to uh, corporate. But they say that, you know, keep a measurable goal, keep a small goal, and keep doing that. So this particular month when Krishna is saying that I will give you a uh, uh, thousand times what you are doing and if we take a step back saying that oh this is only uh, this is only for new devotees this is not for regular devotees it is not for regular devotees who are 24 by 7 engaged in Krishna consciousness but we are as a householder as a person who is also going for work and taking care of kids and all there may be some things that we were not doing uh, 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 regularly so this one month uh, or uh, this last five days we can stop the routine material things that we are doing or we can take up an austerity of reading something or um, we can take an austerity of uh, chanting more runs, we can take an austerity of going outside if we are not participating in book distribution, going and participating in book distribution and explaining to somebody about Krishna consciousness or something more challenging, little bit more challenging to us so that we kind of uh, you know restart our devotional service. Um, see, I observe that many devotees who take up certain kind of austerities and woes in this month, uh, they will be able to fulfill that. That means they have that extra time to dedicate for Krishna, which they can do otherwise. So always I noticed for myself that uh, after the end of the Damodar month, if let's say I'm doing something 10 times, uh, 10, uh, 10 times earlier, I noticed that because in Damodar month I'm able to do it 12 times, I start from 12 times after the Damodar month saying that if I could adjust the priorities around for one month, I should be able to do that there also. So this beautiful opportunity where Krishna is available for us and uh, he, he creates these kinds of months so that we all can refresh, restart our devotional service. So and especially these five days, Bhishma Panchaka, the last five days of Damodar month are called Bhishma Panchaka because Bhishma, uh, Bhishma Dev is, uh, 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 is given as an example for determination. So if we with, an, uh, uh, with a strong determination can take up something that we have never done for Krishna, um, not for not with any kind of an ulterior motive or a desire, uh, just for the pleasure of the Lord, just to refresh ourselves. Uh, I humbly request all the devotees to step that up and take that and see how uh, it uh, cleanses us, how it restarts us, and how much satisfaction we get in uh, uh, in doing that for the Lord, for the pleasure of the Lord, and how we experience that pure love for Krishna. And we will go to that stage where he says here, Idam te vapurnada gopala balam sadame manasya avirasham kimane. That gopala balam, that Krishna uh, who is crying, who is rubbing his eyes, uh, who is running in fear of Mother Esoda, um, and then uh, his, uh, uh, that gopala balam stays in our heart forever. Because right now he is not in our heart forever.
um, he's there when we are listening to the lectures or may not be there also when we are listening to the lectures because we will be focusing on sometimes we hear the lectures and we try to find faults in the speaker or we will be thinking something else uh, or we may be listening for the sake of uh, like you know oh maybe that Mataji may feel bad if I don't attend the class so we may be doing with so many other motives but we may not have that Gopala Balam in our heart so this particular month when we challenge ourselves uh, when we uh, do something little bit more uh, than what we are doing uh, it helps it helps to remember uh, krishna more and more in us so uh, this particular verse always i remember varam deva moksham na mokshabadima i don't want any kind of benedictions from you i don't want even moksham nachanyam bruneham varesad apiha if your um, uh, this face um, can can if i can remember oh lord um, you know, you are able to give all the benedictions, but I don't want anything. I don't pray for you for the boon of uh, liberation also. Or the highest eternal life in Vaikuntha. I don't want that. Nor any other boon which may be obtained by executing the nine process of bhakti. Oh Lord, I simply wish that this form of yours as Bala Gopala in Vrindavan may ever manifest in my heart. For what is the use to me of any other boon besides that? See, if we have that Bala Gopal in our heart always, we don't need anything. So this particular, I uh, these eight verses that we sing every day, I want all the devotees, maybe I definitely, uh, uh, definitely some devotee might have explained all these eight verses to uh, the devotees or uh, may have memorized uh, or uh, may have, like you all know the meaning, but we don't focus on the meaning when we are singing because we learn the Dhamodarastakam. So we will be just mechanically singing. But if every word that we are singing, we are meaning it, we won't be able to sing after I after four or five uh, verses. We forget. Like this, ha this happens to you. Trust me, this happens to you. If you are focusing and meditating on the meaning of the verse and you are trying to offer the lamp, you won't remember the next verse because you have immersed yourself in the first verse so much and you are meditating on that. So if we all can do that, each of these verses, wonderful verses, here, Namastestu Dhamnestu Suradipti Dhamnet Vadiyo Dharayata Vishwasya Dhamnet Namo Radhikayai Tvadiya Priyayai Namo Nanta Leelaya Devaya Tubhyam I offer, I, offer I offer my obeisances to that rope. That rope is so divine now that it has tied you, that belly which has the whole universes in it, that uh, it is tying and that how strong that uh, rope can be. I offer my obeisances to your belly which is the abode of entire universe. I humbly bow down to your most beloved Srimati Radharani and I offer my obeisances to you the Supreme Lord who displays un unlimited pastimes. So each and every verse um, when we uh, uh, sing if we can have this mood all the time that this month is a special month like how we remember our kids birthday whole day we remember like whatever we do we say that oh this is my kids birthday today so I have to do like similarly this is the month of Damodar this is where Krishna is so easily available to me let me let me uh, grab this opportunity and let me uh, uh, let me uh, make myself purified. Let me make myself available that Krishna notices me. So if we all can be have show that enthusiasm and that eagerness um, and uh, that determination in performing the woes and austerities that we have taken, don't worry. As I was saying earlier, don't worry if you cannot stop. Uh, something in this month because there are so many devotees who stop eating this stop eating that add something so if you are not able to fast 
add something. Look, I will read this small book of Prabhupada in this month. Or I will go and read all the shlokas of uh, first chapter of Bhagavatam. Or I will go and read all the shlokas of Bhagavad Gita. So add the things that you can do. The things that you can do more, add them more. So it's don't focus on only giving up the things uh, that is good if we can do. But if we are not in a position where we can give up food or some kind of a comforts and practice austerity, practice the austerity of speech. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, the austerity of the speech is reading the Vedic literatures. He says that in the 17th chapter. So practice the austerity of speech, at least, to uh, get ourselves closer to Krishna. Thank you so much, Mataji. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, anybody else comment question? I just, uh, you know, it comes to my mind because uh, I like, you know, when I hear something in the morning every day, somehow I'm attuned to offering diya and, you know, remembering Lord Damodar. It's become like a habit now, you know. So just mm -hmm. every year I try to come up with this, uh, you know, otherwise what happened like one of the, I think last night also, if I didn't offer around 8, 30 diya, then I forgot, you know. Hmm. So, at least morning I do every time, but the second time I sometimes forget. But then it's okay. It's happened a couple of times. Hmm. But I try my best to offer the diya. So when we hear, we have somebody in our heart, in our mind, you know, and Lord Damodar, Krishna, the form of Lord Damodar is there. When we heard the katha in the morning, then automatically, you know, we just kind of um, attune to that. Yes. Otherwise, sometimes we get more importance even to our chanting and then we're not giving importance to, you know, other things. Um, so we have to really balance out. Yes, Mataji. So yeah, we have to balance out and make use of the sale. Um, like, we may be not having that much uh, money with us to buy the things which Krishna is giving us. And in this month, he's saying, I'm giving it on sale. So let's make use of it and let's uh, uh, get into it. And let's also approach to new people who have never because let us become that one person with whom they get acquainted and they uh, they can get the, they can get they uh, they can that get that beige of devotional service yes mataji and mataji i got inspired by so many devotees doing book distribution which was yes. never a part of my life so like you said you can add something so what yes. i added is uh, distributing small books so you know i, I have my temple uh, website and the mm -hmm. temple phone number as a sticky thing, I put it on top because mm -hmm. I don't want to give a book and then, you know, I don't know how much Sukriti those souls who are receiving these small books have, but mm -hmm. I always tell them that we have some kind of a meditation and uh, some kind of a, like, a, you know, uh, a peaceful gathering uh, we have here from multicultural uh, people and mm -hmm. on Sunday we gather. So, you know, I just put that sticky and then I try to easily, I mean, just, if you go for 30, if I go for 30 minutes walk, I'm like able to distribute about, you know, at least uh, close to, uh, I would say 30 small books. Very, Very good, Matiji, because actually no other process cleans, I mean, many processes cleans us, but book, book distribution cleanses us even more because you go and speak to somebody uh, who doesn't know Krishna about Krishna, right? So you should be so convinced to approach and speak. You become so, uh, uh, like, you know, you come out of your shy zone and then, you talk yeah. um, and uh, it it really like you know purifies us I feel like even the it, all the services purify us but uh, uh, the more we go and approach new people and uh, speak them speak about Krishna to them our faith in Krishna becomes more stronger 
and uh, our conviction becomes more stronger and I, all glories to all the devotees who are doing all kinds of service um, because uh, it's not easy any service is not easy I know but uh, particularly because you interact with many new devotees uh, it even pu uh, purifies a lot the book distribution yes Mataji is very interesting and you know my actually my daughter started taking interest my younger daughter and she was like uh, you know, she reminds me to take the books and now I'm thinking even if the Kartik Mass gets over, we'll still continue because I had a yes. lot of small books, like two bookcases, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, Maya, ka, Maya they, they say in Hindi, Maya ka prabhav, it's so much so that almost half month of Kartik went, a uh, couple of months went, I mean, I have the books since uh, May end, but mm. you know, I was thinking, what can I do, what can I do, you know, I said, let me just, uh, you know, because everybody's like doing something, uh, in food or you know they are like uh, mm -hmm. uh, some austerity I said let mm -hmm. me do this what I'm not doing <laughs> very good Mataji yeah. That, yeah that's what even I do I challenge myself little bit what I didn't do before and yeah. I also like I as you all know we have a Bhakti Buksha here so I also I, 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 like inspire them to challenge and all of them challenge little bit themselves which what, what they were not doing and then, like we do a, a reading of Bhagavad Gita every day and we do Arti so at the end of the day, all of their experiences when they share, um, it's like very inspiring. Like they feel so accomplished in life for performing this vrata in this month by adding things. You know, giving up also they do, but I tell them to add, add, add thing, uh, just one thing. And then they are not that worried because when we say somebody to give up something, uh, we worry much. But if we add also, that also purifies us. And thank you for sharing your experience with book distribution, Mataji. Yes, Mataji, and sometimes, you know, uh, like, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I, I go for a walk from A to B point and then B to back. So sometimes I forget the faces I've already given books. So hmm. one time a gentleman said, you just approached me, you're approaching me second time. <laughs> so I got so worried. I said, oh my God. So I told my daughter, she's got a good memory. I said, before we meet anyone, and we don't go out of the way. Where we are walking, yeah. whoever comes, whoever yeah. comes sitting, we just, in that our problem, we just take, uh, because if we have to, I was thinking in mind, if I have to continue this all year round, right, yeah. book distribution, then I will not go like, oh, across the street, this person is sitting in the car, no, I just, I just walk, I pray to Srila Prabhupada, and I'm mm. like, you know, because he's the one who got the books here, yeah. you know, like Bhagavatam, everything, and I'm like, these small books I'm trying to do, you know, seva, just like mm -hmm. a squirrel in the Ramayana, mm. you know, and I'm like, um, whoever comes the way, and you know, and sometimes it's so interesting that, uh, you know, there was this person sitting on the bench on the, across the road. There's a mm. park and there's a, there's a play park, there's a road, there's another uh, sitting area, then this thing, and then there's a Monroe Lake, the huge lake. Mm. So suddenly I'm coming, I'm like, oh, this person is sitting there. So I told my daughter, Saloni, we're not going that side. We just walk straight. It's okay. Even if he's sitting, we will not approach because it'll become too much for us then going zigzag here and there mm. and then mm. we have to do our walk also that is also important you know take care of our health and so then mm. suddenly this person got up from there and came there so oh. you know the thought came to me is that oh okay so Krishna inside of him is uh, you know uh, he's ready and then when I, when I met him he says oh I love to read thank you so much so I was ah, thinking I was like my <laughs> god like how you know like literally such kind of we I become like an instrument. Yeah, see that, and right? One, see that, yeah. <laughs> and one yeah. derives so much pleasure in that. You feel, oh my God, these, you know, you actually feel you've accomplished something. Yes. 
see that one. That's what that that inspires you to do more and more and uh, do the things and yeah. Yes, so, yes, Mataji. So I'm just uh, yeah, keep going and I'll pray that you do. And one day, uh, I wish I also do um, um, that service to Krishna. Uh, and then uh, let's see. My Prabhu does that. I I be I'll be with kids at home. My Prabhu does that, but. Yeah, one day we do that Krishna service. Um, uh, all of us do share the services, right? So, but uh, yeah. And I remember Mataji, the first day when I did know, I couldn't sleep that night. So I felt something is there. And mm. I, I, was, I, I was like, I mean, I was very tired. Mm. But the first day, so I felt mm. that, uh, like, uh, you know, and I was not even t- like, even if I didn't sleep, my whole day was okay. I was fine. But then I wondered, I did book distribution, I couldn't sleep. Hmm. Is it because I should chant more or something all night? <laughs> uh, no, you might have felt uh, like that happiness yeah. that you... There was a happiness, I lost my sleep and I felt that <laughs> a very unusual thing happened because it's like I felt that how it is important for us to stretch ourselves, you know? Yeah, challenge because ourselves is very yeah, important. Don't because, don't be in that uh, normal zone going around and around. Yeah, go out, yes, comfort yes, zone. Yes. Go out comfort. of the comfort zone. Yes, Mataji. It was a peaceful awakening in that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I was I was scared I might lose my sleep while doing book distribution. But then no, I'm okay now. But yeah. now we're excited because you know, like every day we collect thirty books, and yeah. then we put the label, we put the sticky pad with the website of the uh, of the temple, and uh-huh. the phone numbers because just in Are case they don't go, you know. Uh, that way they'll have to quick approach and they can reach, uh, reach you know, yeah, that's how we should do. Thank you. Wonderfully. Anything else, Mataji, to add, because your husband also does, what is, uh, in the book, we have to write some local address, right? It's important. Yes. Yeah, local temple or a contact, if they want to contact. If they want yeah. to know further, we have to do that. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Mataji. Thank you so much, Mataji. I'm going to Thank close the recording. Much.